Nerd or not, going on tour in 2025. Where we give our opinions on a range of topics, everything and anything under the bright blue sun. Oh, what bright blue sun? That doesn't make any sense. Cretans, welcome back to episode 23 of the Nerd or Not podcast, where we're going to give our opinions on a range of topics. Everything under the sun, we're going to talk movies, video games, wrestling, sports. Actually, we can talk sports now that we, uh, you know, get rid of Corey. Um, <laughs> dogs, uh, our favorite drinks, booze, you name it. Anything that we want to talk about, we're going to talk about because really... That we would probably need Corey. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> uh, the, the important thing about the Nerd or Not podcast and the feedback we get from you guys is how much you love the fact that uh, it genuinely seems like we're just a bunch of friends getting together, having a good talk, fellowshipping together, and really being as funny as we can be. Um, and the reason for that, of course, is the fact that we've, you know, fucking known each other for 25 years and we actually are good friends. And this is just the way we interact now that we're spread across the country. Um, if you want to follow us, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, anywhere you want. Just search for Cretans Guild, either two words or one word. I don't really remember how it goes because Bob does all the social work. Um, not that he does social work. He does the social media work. <laughs> Bob, can you do some I social work? I kitchens. <laughs> But and it's yes, only... I make it myself and I, I taste it. That's I hope you like chicken. It's only spite soup, though. Okay. Uh, and you can find future and past podcasts on our YouTube page, as you guys know, where you, you view our, our lovely mugs every every weekish or so. Uh, but uh, Bob, uh, you know, you, you went and you got the uh, the pod being up and running and iTunes up and running again. Yeah, uh, it... And I, I want to say hello to uh, some apparent super fan out in the UK. Uh, cheers, mate, and jolly good job downloading all of our episodes in a one-day span. Yeah, it's like it's near stalker-type levels. We have 22 <laughs> episodes up, and it's been downloaded 31 times. It's... He, he's just got to listen to us. He's got to yeah. hear them dulcet, dulcet tones. Uh, but as we are, of course, we are the Cretan Skilled. I am Jay. This is Bob. Uh, and uh, as I mentioned, uh, this is our first episode without Corey, uh, as Corey has gone off yeah. Uh, into the wild beyond, uh, we, we don't know where he is or what he's doing. Uh, he could be hunting El Chupacabra, looking for Springheel Jack, or perhaps even tailing the Mighty Mothman. Uh, but yeah, who knows? Uh, the last I heard from him, he was uh, in Chicago and uh, exploring the vast expanse of the Windy City and having a grand old time at it. So, Corey, we love you. We miss you. Um, that's all. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, I had heard he was going after the Jersey Devil, but he gave up on that. Well, you know, if you could go after the Jersey Devil, but once you actually, you know, you have a hockey team named after you, yeah, you know, it's it's you've gone mainstream. You know, it's not fun to catch you at that point. You're just you're you're a celebrity. It's like it's like getting one of those maps to the stars horms horms the maps to the stars whores in Hollywood. You know, where you're able to find all the horrors of the stars. Uh, the Charlie Sheen map alone is like 16 hours nonstop traveling. Uh, oh, I've offended Bob. Bob's leaving. Bye, Bob. Um, I have no idea what's happening right now. This is unscripted as it gets. I'm just noticing Bob has something like a danger velociraptor in the background. Right. I don't know what that is. No, hold on, hold on. I got okay. a prop for that joke that you told oh. just like 60 seconds ago. Okay, well, that's fine. I kept talking. I, I, I noticed... The, uh, the 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 Velociraptor crossing sign in the background, or whatever the hell that is. Um, sure, I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> so it's you get maps to the stars, whores, or horns, 
or horns. Look at that. Uh, <laughs> All that for a really lousy joke. It's, like, it's never a lousy joke when you can have a, a, a spot like that. So our first topic that we're going to discuss this week uh, is one that, that Bob brought up, and I thought it was just absolutely fucking brilliant. Uh, and it's, uh, you know, Bob and I are both dads, and uh, we are both dads of relatively young kids, but we're kids that are are just kind of getting to that age where they're starting to branch out on their their movie interests. Yeah, they're in that um, really cool age where the shows get better, the toys get better, and the movies get better. Yeah, absolutely. And we're, we're almost to that point where uh, our kids are the Stranger Things age, where, you know, they're going to be, you know, biking over to their buddy's house at night to play D&D &D and stuff like that. But we're still a couple years away from that. But this, the what we wanted to talk about this week, especially since we're doing movies right now, is Dad and Me at the Movies. So movies that our father or grandfather introduced to us that impacted our lives and movies and series that we look forward most to sharing with our kids once they're old enough. Um, now, for me, I didn't grow up with a dad uh, and my grandfather wasn't much of a movie guy, but I did grow up with a really cool mom that's basically Indiana Jones. Um, <laughs> and I remember vividly uh, my mom taking me to uh, the video store that was next to the apothecary, not the pharmacy, mind you, the apothecary Ooh. in Westport, Massachusetts, uh, and renting me Raiders of the Lost Ark for the first time. And like my life changing completely because of that. Uh, I had never seen it. I had no idea what it was. I had no idea what was going to happen. I was probably probably eight, about about my son's age, and I had never seen Raiders of the Lost Ark before. I, I mean, I I knew who Harrison Ford was because I had seen Star Wars and I knew who I knew who that was, but seeing that movie for the first time completely changed my life. Raiders of the Lost Ark is my number one film. It is my absolute favorite movie, uh, and and being able to see that for the first time and like I remember vividly sitting on our floor in 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 our little, you know, three bedroom house in, in fall river. And it was little, even though it was three bedrooms, it was like 800 square feet and three bedrooms. <laughs> yeah. Wait, did it go vertically? No, it was one story, but they were like eight by eight rooms. They were tiny as hell. <laughs> um, but I remember sitting on the floor in our, in our, in our living room, we had this woven rug uh, that kind of spiraled. And I remember eating popcorn and sitting there. And I don't think I blinked for the entire like two hour and 15 minute runtime of the film because I didn't want to miss anything. Uh, it blew my mind, just absolutely blew my mind, uh, and that's that's where the love affair of that movie came from. Um, how about you, Bob? What was what was the first one that came to mind for you? My dad uh, was really into war movies. He loved them. So sure. Torah, 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 Midway. Uh, one movie that really stuck out to me was Ice Station Zebra. Have you ever heard of this? Never heard of it. Okay, it was based off a book. It was basically a Cold War submarine race between uh u.s navy uh nuclear sub and a soviet sub and they're trying to get to this weather station that's in the arctic and they cross paths on foot a couple of times they go up to the ice and it's it, it's a strange combination uh dogfight submarine and espionage movie all rolled into one with some of the worst special effects you could imagine <laughs> that's awesome it has like Rock Hudson and uh, Ernest Borgniner in it, and it's, Hell yeah, yeah, it, it, it's an entertaining watch, but don't get it, it's a gateway movie. He'll lead you into like better <laughs> stuff. Sure, yeah. Uh, I remember um, another time that we went to that same movie store, and this this was this was our spot. This was our movie store because it was like a dollar a day, so you could you could rent anything you wanted for like seven days, 
for seven bucks. So we would we would go in with a twenty and or we'd go in with twenty dollars. My mom would put down and I'd put down like a buck to to round it out to get three movies for a week. And uh, I remember one week we rented the uh, the Doctor Strange film, like the 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 TV movie Doctor Strange, because this was right after I had discovered comics, um, and Marvel had made a Doctor Strange movie, and. Um, I can't say it was good. I can definitely tell you it was terrible. I can tell you it was um, terrible. But I I don't know, man. Like that was just one of those things where it's like even though I knew it was bad, it's still just like it was just one of those things where I was so in love with comics and so just wanted everything to do with comics that I have nothing but good memories of watching it. Um I I won't watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't want to ruin those those positive memories. Like I I know because we rented the Captain America one too, where he has the helmet oh, and, the rubber, and the rubber. Where he ears. steals the car. Where he steals the car. Yeah, because that's a Captain America thing. Um, and I remember watching that and going, "Oh, this is just bad. This isn't good. I don't like this." Um, but then we put on Doctor Strange, and it was it was filmed in the seventies. Oh wow! So I mean, it was psychedelic as hell. Like it was crazy psychedelic, and it was so good and oh, so God. terrible. This would be a great episode for us to talk about bad comic book movies like what was the first one that was introduced to us and some really bad ones that really stuck to our memory like the india uh spider-man i think it is <laughs> okay i'm all right with that let's yeah. let's let's do that for another episode i think we should we should definitely take that and, and do that for another discussion um do you have any other films that your dad showed you uh it, one that really meant a lot to him was another war movie the dirty dozen i mean this that's a classic right there yep and I didn't know who any of these people were. It's just I was sitting just a lot like you, just sitting there watching. It's like, oh, man, that guy's cool. Oh, that guy's cool. This guy's cool. All these guys are cool. My dad looks at me like, yeah, they're all criminals, too. So, okay. Uh, so am I, am I not supposed to like them, Dad? I, like, I think they're pretty cool, especially like the, the, the one guy who's squinting all the time. Uh, Bronson. Yeah, him. Yeah. He's he he's a bad guy, but he's doing good things. What? <laughs> <laughs> it the concept is strange, just taking criminals and making them war heroes, uh, redeeming themselves. But it's an awesome movie. It's really good. I love the training montage, or not it's the, the entire first two thirds of the movie is them training and just learning to live with each other. The Dirty Dozen was kind of like that 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 proto uh suicide squad. You know that like that that was the the touchstone inspiration for those comics was let's take all these horrible people, force them into a situation, yeah, and see what happens. And it's you know some of the best comics are, are the classic uh, this classic Suicide Squad stuff that uh, John Ostrander did, and yeah, Dirty Dozen is is right up there. Um, on that note, like one of the one of the ones my mom uh, my mom made me watch was uh, uh, Magnificent Seven. And yeah. that, that was that was probably the first Western I'd ever seen. Um, and it's just like, talk about a perfect movie. You know, like, it's just like soup to nuts. Just everything about it is great. It's just like Dirty Dozen, you know, it's it's like there's nothing, nothing misses in that entire film. And I think that's kind of what Hollywood's missing nowadays is. You don't have films that just from opening credits to closing credits are just impactful. Like from the word go to the word stop are perfect. Yeah, you don't get that anymore, and you know stuff like that. Like I, I remember when uh, when you introduced me to The Great Escape, 
like it was nothing I, I i had never seen great escape and you're like you need to watch this you need to just sit down and watch this film still one of my favorite movies if oh, not mine too the top of the list the favorite movie of all time yeah it's it's in my it's definitely in my top 10 uh and i remember watching that and it was at the uh the apartment in rose rosemont roseville and it was right when meredith and i had moved to orlando and she already had a job and i didn't and i was just at home i was like all right whatever we hadn't moved into the prince john house yet so i was like all right i'm just gonna watch movies all day and i put on uh great escape because you you had left it out and you said you need to watch this and i just watched i was like this is perfect there's nothing about this i don't like i love every second of this film um it's yeah it's just wonderful i just watched a couple weeks ago actually um i think i bought the dvd of it like immediately after watching it at your place oh. now yeah. this is something I'll, uh we can have another discussion of later but uh depending on what version of dvd you got was it dvd or blu-ray it was dvd i don't have the blu-ray of it yet okay uh there there's an old i made an old video about this years and years ago there's a, a dvd copy where when they originally produced the movie uh the widescreen effect was shown the, about like say this much was shown to the audience but they shoot this much for the the lens mm -hmm. that's what's on the dvd all this really so you see stuff like studio lights and uh production personnel over on the side like, like giving direction and everything it's it's fascinating to watch but that if is, you were yeah that's not the cut i got i wish i did i would love to see that i have it i'll, I'll let you i'll i'll send it up to you okay that sounds awesome yeah i'd love to see that but let's 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 transition that a little bit let's go on to uh, you know, with our kids, are there any movies in particular that you're looking forward to taking uh, your boys to and introducing them to the first time? Because you, you the, the way you brought this up was uh, by introducing uh, Mick to uh, Scott Pilgrim, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I was uh, going through movies of like, oh, I can't show him that. I can't show him that. He's he's not old enough for it. It wasn't that the movie was inappropriate for his age because he's going to turn eight next month. It was more like uh, he doesn't have the the attention span to actually appreciate this movie. It's one reason why, for the first five years of his life, I only showed him A New Hope Star Wars. Mm -hmm. After he turned six, I showed him uh, Empire. And I'm, I'm so glad I, I was recording it at the moment that, you know, the moment towards the end of the movie. Mm -hmm. And you could see the moment where... It, it registers in his brain. He just freezes and his, his whole world just explodes. Like what? No. I am the father. So I'm trying to register. All right, uh, what are we gonna watch tonight? Well, he's too old, or he's too young for this. He, this is uh, not Deadpool. Nope, he's definitely not watching that. <laughs> uh, so I just wrote down a couple. There's a couple that I start introducing him to Harry Potter because we go to Universal every so often. Sure. The first, I don't know, say three to four movies I think are are safe. After that, I probably want to wait till he gets a little older. Yeah, they get they get heavy fast. Yeah. Like once once uh once Sirius goes through the veil, like that's where it's like, nope, 
we're done here. I'm backing <laughs> off for a little while. Like that's, we, we can't, we can't explain this one. That's like the threshold. It's like, all right, can you handle this? Because if you can, we can keep going. If not, let's, we're going to pump the brakes here. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so one of the ones for me is Hellboy. Oh, like, okay. uh, I, cause I adore those movies and I adore those characters and I think they're wonderful. And Victor has an aesthetic interest in the character of Hellboy. Like he likes the way he looks and he thinks he looks neat. And he likes the fact that he's like, you know, one, one of the things that we, we teach is that, you know, and, and this is, you know, this is any good parent, but one of the things we teach is it doesn't matter how you look. If you do the right thing, you're a good person. Um, and that's one of the things, you know, Hellboy is a devil, but he does the right thing. He's a good person. He's a hero. And Victor's very interested in that. And he thinks he's really neat looking, but I'm not quite ready for a lot of the stuff that's in Hellboy. Yeah. Like I, I'm not ready to explain to him. I was like, well, why is he turning evil? Cause he's okay. But just pump. It's okay. Just like, that's, <laughs> that's some heavy philosophy. I can't really get into yet. <laughs> yeah. Scott program was kind of easy. Cause it, it was a combination of, uh, Young, young mindset, young love story, but still enough flashy music to keep his interest. So I was like, okay, this this is safe. He this will keep his attention. It, there's nothing actually aside from a little bit of violence, comical violence. Mm -hmm. There's not really anything wrong with uh, showing that to a, a, a seven year old, no, I, in my opinion. No, when when you said that, that that was one of those things. Where it's like shit. I haven't shown that to Victor yet. Like that's just one of those movies that I was like, all right. I'll save that one. And then you're like, oh, yeah, fuck. I need to show that to him. <laughs> God damn it. Um, I'm really looking forward to uh, to showing Victor uh, Alien. That's still a ways that's down That's on my road. list. That's all, that and Aliens are on my list, but <laughs> yep. not for a while. Not yeah, for that's, a that's long like, while. That's like four or five years down the road. Because I remember when I saw those way too young. Way too fucking young. Like, I saw those when I was like eight. And those scarred me. Like, I just oh my God. like... I didn't. I don't think I watched him again until I was probably seventeen or eighteen. I was just was, like, I was that the first rated R movie you saw that you can uh, recall? The, uh, I think so. I think it was. I don't. I don't remember. Uh, but I remember that being the first thing that I was like legitimately frightened of was was <laughs> the, was the xenomorph. Um, yeah, understandably. Well, it's fucking freaky. It's it's yeah. H.R. Giger. Like it's scary shit. <laughs> like, um. I, it 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 might be the first rated R movie I saw. Like it, it, you know, it's it it's around the same time as you know, uh, Nightmare and Friday the Thirteenth and Halloween and all that shit and seeing oh, all that man. stuff. And and that was that was a that was a rough year. Like it was just like <laughs> I saw I saw things way too young and it was just like I'm not ready. Nine year old Jay's like I've seen some shit, man. Yeah, I can't yeah. handle it. Like you know that that uh, the gif of the dog with a cupcake that's just like doing the thousand yard stare that was me. <laughs> I remember my dad asked me one night. Well, actually, I, I approached my dad and I said, "Hey, this uh, this movie's coming on HBO at uh, eight o'clock tonight. Can we watch it?" And he's like, R "Yeah, sure. Let's see what, how you handle it." It's like, okay. <laughs> uh, it was RoboCop. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> that was the first radar movie I ever saw, and. I'm trying to remember what which was first the uh, the Murphy shootout scene or the uh, the corporate snob getting rattled full of bullets, whichever one of those happened first. <laughs> My dad turned to me and says, "Do you want to keep going? Because the rest of the movie is kind of the same." It's like, okay, <laughs> sure, Dad. Uh, yeah, let's let's try it. 
I, I remember because uh, I know I know the the situation in which I saw Alien and Aliens is you know like most kids when you when you see something you're not supposed to, it's at a sleepover at a friend's house. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's when all the stuff you're not supposed to find out about happens. Um, and I, I remember that 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 was Alien and Aliens. I think it was at my buddy Pete's house um, when I was when I was very young. And uh, incidentally, uh, at Pete's house is another one that I can't wait to introduce Victor to, but it's going to have to wait a little bit just because I don't think he's going to get it. Um, and that's uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I was showing that way too soon. I yeah, didn't understand I, a lot of the jokes in it. I, I remember seeing it when I was probably 10 and thinking it was very funny, but not knowing why I thought it was funny. Yeah. Like, well, it, my dad showed uh, he recorded on ABC one night. So like all the it was heavily censored. Sure. And he probably thought, "Ah, it's censored. He can handle it." And I was, yeah, it was hilarious, but at the same time I was like just like you. It was like, "What why is it maybe because of the accent? I don't know. Why do I think that's funny? I think it's hilarious." Oh, look, a bunny rabbit's killing them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like the 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 stuff I found funny the first time I watched it isn't the stuff I find funny now. Like, you know, like the, the, that scene is perfect. You know, with the Holy hand grenade, it's, I thought the rabbit was the funniest fucking thing in the world. When I was a kid, I was like, Oh, it's a killer party. And now my favorite, my favorite part of that entire scene is, you know, call me Tim. Like I, I fucking lose it every time I see that. Like when Cleese delivers that in just like the most John Cleese <laughs> manner, I just, I, I fucking roll. And I love it. And it's just one of those things where it's, it's, I want him to get the humor and, you know, maybe, maybe I'm, I'm hedging my bets too much on that. Maybe I should show it to him now and see what happens. Um, because I know he'd find the, uh, the black Knight scene. Absolutely hilarious. Yeah. You'd probably have to skip through the castle anthrax chapter. Yep. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, Oh, uh, poor Galahad. Uh, <laughs> I do have one more movie. Uh, I'm, okay. I might try it this year. I don't know. This is some release and I are going to have to talk about. But a Thanksgiving tradition in my family uh, is we watch Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I don't know if the boys are ready for that. Maybe they are. I was introduced Ooh. to it about eight years old. I was too. Um that that might be one I would wait another year on, but I, I can I can I think there are concessions there where you could be like I can get away with this at this age. It might be better at nine or ten, but eight is okay here. Uh, so let, let's uh, let's move on now to uh, the second round. We're going to review the first round of the action movie playoffs. And Bob, I'm going to read stuff off to you. Yep. I'm going to read off matchups. Uh, which bracket do you want me to start with? you want me to start with Cameron? you want me to start with McTiernan? Yeah, let's go Cameron all the way all the way around. All right. So, in the Cameron bracket, probably the favorite to win it all, as, as we discussed on our first episode about the action movie playoffs, we have Die Hard starring a young and vigorous Bruce Willis. Versus, with hair. With hair, which is creepy. Uh, versus The Rock starting Sean Connery. And Nicholas Cage. So, what do we got? <laughs> who who won that one there? Well, that no, should be a surprise. <laughs> yeah, no shock at all. Uh, Die Hard won with ninety percent of the oh, vote. Someone uh, voted for The Rock. Yeah, it didn't get a hundred percent. It did not get a hundred percent of the vote. 
Okay. All right. Next round, we've got uh, which is actually kind of a, a hard one for me. But looking, I was I was following along on Instagram and reviewing these, and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy versus Hard Boiled. Now, I I personally, I'm pretty sure I voted for Hard Boiled on this one, um, and I was so surprised I, to see yep. a lot of people on Instagram vote for it as well. How did the the voting results turn out on this one overall? Uh, it was close. Well, at, at, when we first started doing <coughs> the numbers. Guardians of the Galaxy took a big lead, a really big lead. I'm not surprised by that. But then I just I kept prodding on Periscope, on Instagram, on Facebook. I was prodding people. It's like, hey, if you people want to have a say, you got to vote, got to vote, got to vote. Hard boiled, end up winning with 70% of the vote. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. That's awesome. I'm yeah. surprised by that. Uh, I'm happy about it. I'd be happy if either movie got through, but I'm impressed that Hard Boiled did. Sure, I'm really yeah, me impressed. Too. Me too. Uh, I think that's our first real. I mean, well, it's only the second bracket we're reviewing, but I mean, that's our first big upset. Um, so into the Woo bracket, we've got Bad Boys Two versus Three Hundred. Uh, I'm going to make a prediction on this one because I don't know any of these results right, right off the bat. I have no idea what's going on with any of these, so I want to make predictions on these as we go. Yeah, I'm going to say. That 300 won this one. Yeah, I tallied all these up about two hours ago. I, okay. I went through all of our sources. 300 won with 80% of the vote. Ooh. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I can see that. It's, it's probably Snyder's best film. Um, and, and I think uh, the, the action in that is you know really where he, he kind of got his directorial hallmark. Uh, but that's cool. That's really cool. And uh, by the way, that is a six seed beating a three seed. Ooh, so that's a big damn. upset. Yeah. Okay. All right. So next we have in the woo bracket, we have Gladiator uh, starring Russell Crowe, who is riding around in his boat across the oceans and punching people in the face. I'm going to fight. <laughs> Versus the Dark Knight. Um, I'm going to say the Dark Knight wins this one, but I personally think it should have been Gladiator. I would probably agree with you. There was better action in Gladiator, but The Dark Knight was a better movie. Dark Knight wins with 72% of the vote. Okay. Next up in the Sturgis bracket, we have Aliens versus Desperado. Uh, I know I voted for Aliens, but my heart was with Desperado because I love that film. Well, you um, should you should go with your heart. That's I, what you need to do. I know, I know. But, I mean, it's at the end, of Aliens is a better movie. It really is. Desperado is great. Aliens is superlative. Like it's, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I, I think I'm pretty sure Aliens won this one in a landslide. Yeah, Aliens won with 68 percent of the vote. So we won't get to see uh, Selma Hayek's naked chest move on to the next round. That's that's a shame. Uh, next up, we've got RoboCop versus Shoot 'Em Up, which, uh, you know, as we discussed, is kind of the same thing, really. Uh, I'm going with uh, Shoot 'Em Up on this one. I think that would win. I know that's what I voted for. This was the closest race out okay. of the entire bracket. Which one do you think you said? I said shoot them up. Shoot them up. It was RoboCop with 54%. Wow. That's very close. It, very it close. was really, really close. All right. Next up we have in the Hill bracket, Lethal Weapon versus Spider-Man 2. Um, I'm going with Spidey on this one. I I I think uh, the the action in Spider-Man Two is is wonderful, and I love that film. So, fair enough, fair enough. Unfortunately, it's going against Lethal Weapon. Yeah, seventy percent for Lethal yeah, Weapon. Yeah, it's 
it's probably accurate. Uh, next up in the hill bracket, we have the Terminator, the original versus Supercop. Uh, now I know me, you, and Corey all voted for Supercop here. Yeah. Uh, and did we lose? Yeah. yeah I kind of thought so. <laughs> yeah, Terminator with eighty percent. Whoo shit. Okay. Uh, moving on to the other side of the brackets in the Donner bracket, Raiders versus Commando. Uh, Raiders wins. Uh, yeah, 92% of the vote went to Raiders. Wow, Jesus. Was that the, the biggest, uh, the biggest nope. mark? Really? There are, there are three bigger. Oh my points. God. Okay. Uh, next in the Donner bracket, we have Jurassic Park versus ID4. Now I've already made my opinion on this very clear that I think Jurassic Park is a boring fucking movie. Um, so I went with ID4 on this one. Uh, I'm going to hope that everyone else did as well. What, what were the votes on this one? It was close. It was very close, but Jurassic Park won with 65%. Ah, all right. You all disappoint me. Uh, <laughs> next into the Rodriguez bracket, we have Predator 1 versus the Two Towers. Uh, I, I, this is one I voted on today, and I can't remember how I voted. I think I voted Predator. I um, can... I can guarantee you voted Predator because okay. how much I knew you you said that uh, Two Towers does not belong on this list. Nah, it should have been Return of the King. It should have been Return of the King. I'd probably agree with you, yeah. So Predator wins? Uh, Predator got 100% oh, of the shit. vote. Oh my God. <laughs> Nobody voted Two Towers. Wow. God damn. Okay. Uh. All right, we have we have a new uh, we have a new champion there. All right, yeah, we got uh, a new headliner. Yeah, no shit, holy crap! Um, all right, so Die Hard Two next versus Pacific Rim. Uh, pretty sure I voted for Die Hard Two here. Uh, I could see this going either way. Um, I'm actually I'm positive I voted for Die Hard Two here because I don't like Pacific Rim, but I could see it going either way. Yeah, you and a lot of other people went Die Hard Two. Ninety-two percent for Die okay. Hard Two. All right. Uh, moving into the Vaughn bracket, we have Enter the Dragon versus my personal choice to win Kingsman, oh. the Secret Service. Didn't win, did it? It was close. Really? It, it was very, very close. Enter the Dragon with 55%. Uh, okay. No, that's, that's, that's all right. You know what? If it's going to lose, I'm glad it lost to Bruce Lee because you should lose to Bruce Lee. It's Bruce fucking Lee. And that's, uh, that's saying a lot because the other number one seeds all got 70% or better. Okay. So that's saying a lot for Kingsman. Good job. All right. Good. Well, well done, Eggsy. Have you watched that yet, by the way? Uh, Alicia and I are having a date night tomorrow night. We're going to watch both Kingsman and uh, what did we just buy yesterday? Oh, uh, Fantastic Beast. Okay. I, I expect a full report on Kingsman because um, I want to know what you think of it. We, we actually just got Fantastic Beast as well, and we haven't watched it yet. So. Uh, I'm interested to see what you think about that one as well. Yeah. Next up, we've got Mr. and Mrs. Smith versus the Legend of Drunken Master. And I know this was a Cretans Guild sweep uh, going into the Legend of Drunken Master. Yeah, this should make Corey happy. Legend <laughs> of Drunken Master, 85%. Good. Next up, we have Fury Road versus Braveheart in the McTiernan bracket. Uh, I'm pretty sure all three of us voted for Fury Road. I don't remember what you did on this one, Bob. Uh, yeah, I voted Fury. I have to think about it before I say it because it's Fury Road. I keep wanting to say Furry Road. Very <laughs> different. Very different film. Yeah, re really different. Anyway, Fury Road is moving on with 75% of the vote. Okay. Uh, and then we go to the final entry in round one. We have Terminator 2 versus Rambo First Blood. 
Uh, and I know Corey actually kind of bucked the trend here and voted First Blood. Uh, a number of people voted First Blood. You didn't you say this is uh, probably no, actually, that was Corey who was saying this would probably be the, the biggest upset in the entire bracket. Probably. Yeah, he was wrong. Terminator yeah. 2 got 95%. Oh, Jesus. Okay. All right, so there you have it. Uh, let's uh, let's recap then. Second round, we have Die Hard versus Hard Boiled. Yep. 300 versus The Dark Knight. Yep. Aliens versus Robocop. Yes. Uh, lethal Weapon versus Super Cop. Terminator. Versus Terminator. Oh, I'm sorry. Lethal Weapon versus Terminator. My bad. Sorry. Uh, we have Raiders versus Jurassic Park. Uh, Predator versus Die Hard 2. Enter the Dragon versus Drunken Master. God, I would pay money oh, to man, see that. that. Oh, that's, that's going to be so perfect. Good. Uh, and then Fury Road versus Terminator 2. Now, that, I think, is probably the one I'm most interested in seeing how the voting rate shakes out. Yeah, that one is that one's going to be a fight right there. Because I think whoever comes out of that one could take the entirety of uh, the East bracket there. Uh, because those are two fucking heavyweights duking it out. Um, uh, you know, there's, there's definitely some good ones left over. And if the Dragon could easily win, Raiders could easily win. Uh, but I, I think... With Fury Road and Terminator being as new as it is and being as popular as it is, and Terminator 2 being that kind of, you know, that that touchstone film that people remember, like this is their sci-fi action film is Terminator yeah. 2. The, there's going to be some serious fucking competition out of one of those, whoever wins that matchup. Well, you mentioned sci-fi and Predator with 100% of the vote. That's, <sighs> that sucker just flopped its dick on the table saying, what you got? <laughs> Uh, yeah, and Bruce Willis has got to deal with that in the second round. Although, if anyone can do it, it's uh, John fucking McClane. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. This is this is good. There's very there's very interesting matchups coming in uh, into the round of sixteen here. Uh, it's the sweet sixteen of the Cretans Guild action movie playoffs, uh, and we will start voting on that uh, immediately, right? Yeah, as soon as this podcast goes up, that's when uh, voting will begin. Fantastic. So that's going to take us into start of the the close the the cool down of the show if you if you will ladies and gentlemen the American dream death of road thing it's time to start bringing the show down uh, and Bob watch you, you do that so fine so fine <laughs> it's so fine sweet sweet like candy and salty like beer the American dream death of road here for you uh, so Bob what you doing what am I doing uh, I'm winding down with kings and queens no <laughs> uh, I started playing. Hey, cool. And I suck. Hey, you're trying. I have no idea what I'm doing. You're trying. That's awesome. My, my knuckles keep getting caught on the cable. <laughs> or I could just do... <laughs> I, I, I'm really, really bad at this. I am hey. embarrassingly bad. I, <laughs> but, but hey, you're, you're trying. trying. You're trying, trying, and that's the important thing. That's awesome. Uh, I've actually got two, if, if you don't mind me taking two here. Yeah, go ahead. Take Corey's. Uh, so for my first one, uh, I, I just got uh, Shantae Half-Genie Hero on the Switch. Ooh. Um, 
and uh, I am all of like 10 minutes into it because I got it at like 11 o'clock last night and was bleary eyed and exhausted when I bought it. I was like, this is great. Yes. <laughs> I got that in Sonic Mania. Both of them are wonderful. Um, uh, but Shantae is just, it's what a gorgeous fucking movie or game. Holy shit. Way it forward. feels like you're, you're playing a movie. It it's, does. It's, it's, it's like watching an animated film. It's beautiful. Um, but my big one, uh, and this is probably one I could use because we'll probably end up meet if we, if we meet next week, I could use it next week, but I'm too excited about it to, to keep it to myself. Uh, I have my first vendor event for D12 on the 26th of August where I will be selling board games and hopefully making a profit. D uh, D12's back? D12 is back, slow, sort of. It's, it's dipping its toe in. We're going to see how it goes. It's um, peaking out. It's like, uh, yes, uh, it's it's emerging from its hibernation. Um, I, I am I am taking a Saturday. Uh, you know, with Meredith has her her makeup that she sells, um, and they had an extra table available at this event in uh, beautiful Paw Paw, Michigan. And uh, I'm gonna bring stuff. I've got. I'm gonna have a, a dice tray with a D10 in it that people can roll, and whatever they result is the uh, percent off they get on their order. Oh, nice. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm gonna gonna try. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, I'm I'm very, very excited and abjectly terrified. But uh it's okay. It's it's gonna be good. So hey, if you can do if I can start doing this, you could absolutely do follow your dream. <laughs> so Bob, I'm going to have you play us off as I as I read the uh, the the exit here. Uh, next time on the Cretans Guild uh, Nerd or Not podcast, we're going to be talking about round two of the action movie playoffs. We're going to discuss that Sweet Sixteen and get it down to an Elite Eight, baby. And we're going to talk about the great effects of movie that there are. And there will be other topics as well, like there was for this one. There's uh, me and Dad at the movie. Um, Maybe we'll get an update from Corey. I doubt it because he's on an adventure, but you know, we'll see. Whatever. Um, we're not going to ask you to like and subscribe and all that horse shit because really, if you want to, you're going to. If you don't want to, you don't have to. We're not going to force you to it. If you like our stuff, awesome. If you don't, that's cool. You can go watch your dumbass Falcon YouTube videos that you still have <laughs> for Wildlife Federation. Uh, whatever your name is, you're still a douche. Uh, until next time, I am Jay. That is Bob with a really fucking dope Atari hat. I don't know why I just noticed that, but that is cool as shit. Yeah, I got this from, a, I want to say an arcade block from a, a year or two ago. That's really cool. Um, but that is Bob. That's his ukulele. And we'll see you next time. Thank you.